podcast. Thank you so much. Happy podcast day. Oh, it is not only podcast day. It is Australia Day. So we now rise as Falcon sings the Australian National Anthem. Uh, Yes. (laughs) Oh, good. You Uh, agreed. (laughs) You could have refused at any point, but you've agreed. So now you're contractually obliged. All right. Here we go. Something about kookaburras and boomerang. Keep going. (laughs) Also Marmite. Marmite? What the fuck, bro? Marmite? No, no, no. Vegemite. Come on. Oh, right. Sorry. Also, something about uh, Vegemite. I don't remember what the difference is. Uh, Vegemite is the name brand. Marmite is like the off-brand stuff. Ah, yes. But functionally, they're the same thing. They're still both yeast extract from processed beer. See, I was assuming that the country wouldn't have sold out to a brand and had the actual word Vegemite well, in well, your song, but maybe you're more sold out to the capitalist than I thought. I don't know. Well, I mean, Marmite's still like a brand. It's just not oh. the main. It's just not the main brand. Marmite's like the the English brand. Vegemite is like the Australian brand. Oh, so what's the name for the thing then? Yeast extract. It's literally yeast extract. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, it's I all can the see stuff why the you have a, name, a different name for it. Yeah, that's why we plus it up with the word Vegemite. Make people think it's healthy. Hmm. It sounds like vegetable vegetables. It's got to be healthy. Uh, yes, that's. I mean, it's like Nutella. It comes from nuts, and nuts are healthy, so exactly. you're good. Nuts are healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, excellent. How's your Australia Day been? Honestly, I didn't even remember it was Australia Day. Because wow. I've not, I've not left this room today. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, it makes sense. It kind of reminds me of my life. So, yeah, same page. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I learned the other day that Canadian independence is fake. Sure. So, Would you like to clarify that else? statement? Uh, the Queen still has direct power over Canadian citizens and Canada's government. She has theoretically direct power, right? Like, yeah. It's it's theoretically there, but she's never used it. I think, well, has not recently enacted the right to use she, it. Uh, she chooses people for a particular position in government. Which position? And what do they do? Hang on. So I'm, I'm just... pretty sure I've heard of, a, of Canadians voting, and like they have like a prime minister that's elected, and he's uh-huh. the one that actually does all the stuff. So it's like she had points like an advisor that could be totally ignored. It's like, okay. <laughs> Let's see. The Governor General of Canada is appointed by Queen Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. She, uh, all government officials and new citizens to Canada swear an oath to Queen Elizabeth. Sure. So, yeah, basically, it's a fake independence. It's like, like a 90, 90% independent, 10% not, in, not independent. It, it's we're autonomous, but we're not independent on paper. Right. Yeah. So, what is Australia Day celebrating? Uh, when Captain Cook discovered Australia. Okay. Discovered. Tired to discover Has... a place with a, where people already are, but, you know, whatever. Right. I mean, has this been shut down? Like, Columbus Day is basically dead in America at this oh, point. Oh, there, there's tons of, um, there's tons of, like, we should move the date kind of stuff. Um, because Columbus Day is also not your Independence Day, right? But ours just happens to be our Columbus Day as well, essentially. Right. Okay. Australia Day is like a lot of people 
it like that's the the reason for the way they chose the day originally it's like that was the day we were founded or found or whatever and they like but it's an overall celebration of the country's independence more or less like we're we're on the same page as canada right we have a governor general that's appointed by the queen as well um and all of your officials swear allegiance to queen elizabeth when they're sworn in yeah sure why not Hmm. i don't know it sounds like fake independence to me okay good for you like celebrating your independence from you, a country you, you got, you got that you still that. swear fealty to is weird. As an American, I don't have the perspective to understand it, I guess, is what this comes down to. Because um, as an American, our independence is real, and we told the Queen Elizabeth to fuck right off. And she did. <laughs> That's what um, happened. I don't remember Queen Elizabeth being there at the well, time. I think it was someone told, else by the name of George. We told King George and all of his successors to fuck right off, and it's been going great. Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah, wonderful. Well, every time there's a new ruler, we send them a official letter on parchment with an f- official seal that just says, congratulations, you. fuck you, America. <laughs> we dumped your tea. Uh, yeah, remember that? That was awesome. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, Anywho, it, it's, I just... It's, it, 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 like, it's entirely just down to the... Like, I don't know, the world is old and full of old shit that just kind of lingers around. But Australia is an autonomous country. Mm. All this stuff is basically tradition and um, ceremonial. It doesn't mean anything. It's fine. You know, again, Canadians and Australians will have that perspective that it doesn't mean anything. And I get that because that's what your situation is. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying I don't quite fully agree or understand as an American. That's all. Right. There's going to be stuff that we don't understand that you guys do all the time. Yeah, no, exactly. Like exactly. having Good a point. voting system that uh, allows for a population about the size of 30% of your t- total population to choose who's running the place. That's bonkers to us because, I don't know, it just is. It's our perspective to have yeah. a preferential voting system instead of first past the post. But it's how you guys want to do things. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That mm-hmm. we could definitely I uh, see that's something I understand though. You need to find something I don't understand. Uh school shootings. <laughs> we don't I have mean, guns. You guys are like, no, we need our guns in case the government is evil and we need to like tell the queen to fuck off again. Like that's the whole <laughs> point. You guys were like, hey queen, fuck off. We got our guns. And then you made sure you could always have your guns. And now having having guns is an issue because the when they wrote that, guns would fire like one ball bearing. 40 yards every 12 minutes because that's how long it took to reload it and now they're significantly different pieces of equipment <laughs> mm-hmm. they are true but the mentality still is sticking around like you got to keep your guns and that just seems weird to us mm-hmm. yeah. i mean germany had a school shooting at a university the other day they have pretty similar gun laws to you so i mean it's true it's true not they impossible had... to have a school shooting oh no of course not they had a school right. shooting America yeah. has had like 12 this year already. Right. So what you're saying is we're down with one school shooting, but if it gets up to two or three, then we start getting worried. Right. When it, where's, when it, where's the lines, Omicron? When patterns start forming, there's the issue. <laughs> so two then. Two is a pattern. Yeah, I, I can be. It's okay, so every pa- country is allowed, allowed one per year, but if you get a second one, you have a problem. Look, well, here's the thing. 
if um, Germany doesn't do anything from this, then they should reevaluate that. All right, like if oh, it, it, it's 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 not about the incident itself. It's about whether or not they adapt to the incident and be like, do we want to try and make this harder to happen, or just oh, leave things how they are? Yeah, because Amer- okay. uh, New Zealand had one active shooter in like a mosque, and then they banned uh, AR-style weapons and like gave right. people like six months to hand them in and get money back on them and stuff. And after that, they became le- illegal. They had one, they did some stuff, and they haven't had any since. Weird, right? So I mean, the AR stuff's already illegal in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I-, I believe so the I'm guy to figure is, out what is Germany school- needs to. Do sorry, believe, go ahead. I, I was just thinking. I believe I saw a picture about German, like the German, and the guy was like wielding a shotgun or something. So I don't know what they could do, or what their laws are, and I don't know how does that work with the EU? Are they allowed to just be like, we have our own shit, and the rest of the EU is like, well, we've got open borders, so our other shit's just gonna come wandering in anyway. Yeah, I don't know if there is a EU-wide legislation for guns. Don't know. That's a quite, that I don't know. I mean, I assumed every country does it on their own, but maybe you're right. Yeah. Uh, Keith says we've had four school shootings so far this year. Mm. What's up, Duddles? Yeah, I, I was looking at the list earlier, and I, I said school shootings earlier, and the number I gave was for mass shootings or public shootings or something. So the number I gave earlier was incorrect, and I, I realize that now. Um, mm. Okay. But, I mean, public shootings, school shootings fall into public shootings. Yeah, it's pu- yeah. public. Yeah. So, okay, so to own a gun in Germany, you have to be 18, mm-hmm. have the necessary reliability and personal aptitude, which whatever the hell that means. That, that's certainly vague. <laughs> yeah. Uh, demonstrate this necessary special knowledge. Uh, know how to use a gun? Is that what they're trying to say? <laughs> yeah, uh, I And guess. then four, demonstrate a need. So oh, that is a unique mm. gun. Not, I'd like to have a gun to go hunting. Not, I'd like to have a gun to go target shooting. You need it. So that's actually stricter than Australia's gun laws. No, that's about you the can same have as a gun to go. You can have a gun to go target shooting for fun. You don't need it. Yeah, but right? that's a need. Like no, it's if, not. No, and that, that counts. Under no a, definition is I. I would like a gun to go no, target shooting for fun. A need. No, 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 no. See, see, the need comes in is because look, dear government, I've applied for a membership to a gun club. And to be a part of a gun club, I have to complete three shoots a year. Therefore, I need a gun to complete these shoots. <laughs> <laughs> that is literally how it works. Okay, that's stupid. Oh, yeah. Anywho, I just, I, I mean, I'm looking at Germany's gun laws, and I'm like, I don't know what, what, what do they do? Like, you said they need to do something, and I'm not, just not sure what they can do. I don't know. That's for them to decide. They're an industrious but. Um, well, you said they have to do something, so you should have an idea of what they should do. That's look. I just point out the problems. I'm not here to fix them. <laughs> Listen, Ooh. QA tester, how dare you not enjoy my position on problems? All you do is point I'm... them out. You don't fix them. That's true. That's very true. I'm just trying to see if there's anything else here. I don't know. I can't see anything that Germany can do. So, um, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They can make it harder. Make a waiting period on buying guns or something. Because it doesn't... Like, I didn't see, like, Dave, you, you purchase a gun and you gotta wait six months or whatever. You could do that and make people not just go out and impulse buy one or whatever. No, that's true. I mean, America has a national three-day waiting period to buy a gun. 
That's absolutely not true. It is. I was okay. Maybe it's changed. Yeah, uh, we will, Duddles. Calm down. Either get in here or stop suggesting topics. Uh, we'll get there. Yeah, because uh, I was listening to your old podcast, and they were talking about in Texas that there's gun fairs that you can just go to and buy a gun. Like you don't even need uh, ID or whatever. You just go and pay cash. You can have a gun in like a, an hour. I I would imagine there are some uh, types of guns. There's maybe a three day waiting list for but I don't know that it's all of them. If only we had a Texan in here who could talk about this. I know, right? Gunshots. No, 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 no. Oh, crap. Nope. Where? Texas is, uh, Texas. Donald says he's been to dozens of them. So, okay, we did pass the Brady Handgun Violence Preve- Prevention Act in 93, which imposed a waiting period of five days. Mm-hmm. Before you can sell a gun to somebody, did that get overturned to mm-hmm. Wikipedia? Mm-hmm. No, I think we still got it. Hey man, I don't know. Don't know what to tell you. Whatever. 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 It's fine. Moving on. Yeah. Yep. Moving yep. on. You should test this. You should drive to Texas and see if you can buy a gun deal it's only like 14 hours away so <laughs> just hop in my car yeah why not you got nothing mm. else to do i mean i'm pretty sure utah's gun laws are pretty similar to texans oh, Texas's, okay. so see if you can buy a gun where you live then this might be a lot easier yeah, yeah. yep mm-hmm. <laughs> so i hear uh something happened with esl yeah, something kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think anyone saw this coming, but as far as I can tell, the country of Saudi Arabia bought ESL. Really? <laughs> I did uh-huh. not see that. I don't know who yeah. bought it. I just thought it was sold. Interesting. Yeah. It, so Saudi Arabia, it's a kingdom. Mm-hmm. So it's not quite the same thing. Okay, so it's not the country of Saudi Arabia, but it's a Saudi-backed company. So the country of Saudi Arabia, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia... Mm-hmm. backs this company that bought ESL for a billion dollars. Okay. Uh, as of yesterday. So this is pretty new news, yeah. Uh, Savvy Gaming, an esports investment company backed by the Saudi Arabian government's wealthy and controversial public investment fund. This is effectively tax money. Huh. That runs this thing. Interesting. So, yeah. Apparently, the public investment fund is at $400 billion because oil money is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And other than that, there's not a whole lot of news that I've seen about it. Duddles, do you have any additional comments to add? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it sold for a billion dollars. Do you think that was too much? Did they get a good deal? Well, if you can buy Blizzard Activision for... 69 billion way more than that then yeah i think that's a pretty good deal i would guess Mm. uh esl and face it for a combined 1.5 billion dollars so it's actually one and a half billion and whatever face it is no idea uh just trying to get in on that gaming nfts (laughs) <laughs> Does ESL have anything to do with gaming <laughs> NFTs? I've not heard anything about that. No, they haven't announced anything to do with NFTs. I certainly hope not. NFTs are a joke. 
hell is Face It? Face It is an esports organization founded in London. The company has administered leagues for Counter Strike League, Rocket League, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Dota 2, and Team Fortress 2. Okay. So they bought an org. Yeah. Like a team? Or do they do. Or they like ESL and they set up. Um, Don't know why Donald is making fun of the fact that I don't know what face it is. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, literally, the news has been like the Saudi-backed company body SL and some other stuff. The end. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, so yeah, yeah. Uh, face it's um, website also does not load, so that's good purchase. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's getting reddit hugged maybe just enough people are investigating it because of this mm -hmm. maybe maybe oh well. well i mean good for them i don't know i hope they make money yeah i mean i hope i don't know i'm hoping they don't change a lot i'm pretty happy with esl's partnership with starcraft anyway I don't have any complaints. Yeah. Do you have complaints? I think they did. They done well in the last. Um. Year, so. Yeah, they've done fine. Uh, I, I I would want larger prize pools in generals that kind of filter down a little bit more than just like the top one percent, like the like the player takes mm. first place, and they have done that. I think prize pools have changed over the last year to flow a little bit further down, so that yeah. You can even like mid mid to top tier guys are making something that at least would at least cover like expenses for their internet for the year, you know? Right. And the keyboards they probably break when they don't win. But <laughs> yeah, come away from it taking like sixth place and being in the negative in money. Yeah, well, that I mean that used to used to be a thing when people would fly out to tournaments. Uh, mm -hmm. they would fly out and need to book hotel rooms and stuff and then walk away with like a hundred bucks. It's like, well, yeah, can't keep doing that. No, not financially viable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. Mm. All right. Yeah. <sighs> So there's literally nothing to talk about there as far as I can tell. No, not really. No, Interesting not. to watch, but it's the same thing with Microsoft and Activision Blizzard. Like, we're just going to watch it. Yeah. Microsoft yeah. hasn't made any announcements either way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Interesting enough about that. I think I, the most like hubbub I've seen around that is people like begging Microsoft to save StarCraft, which is an interesting thing. Like all of the, the like the reactions to this are about like contextualized by StarCraft, and it could just be the people I'm following retweeting similarly interested things. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I haven't seen anyone like being like, "Oh, what's Blizzard gonna do with Overwatch?" Nobody gives a shit. Everyone cares about StarCraft. <laughs> well, Call of Duty. I'm sure Call of Duty fans are kind of like watching this with interest. Sure, but I haven't seen that. Is what I'm saying. Well, how many Call of Duty bros do you follow on Twitter? Thousands, literally thousands. Oh. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, like I said, it could just be a facet of who I follow, but I did look. I've looked through hashtags and whatnot, and I couldn't find much. 
Trump's Maybe they're staff. just old, like ultimately confident that things will be fine and just proceed as normal. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll get a new Call of Duty game. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah, uh, we'll continue as usual, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. entirely possible. Mm. <laughs> Do you hear that uh, Respawn is making three new Star Wars games? I saw something about that, but that's about it. Are there details? Or is yeah, this just, they're making I, three games. The, the, I think the details were one supposed to be a Jedi game, whatever that means. I guess you play as a Jedi. Uh, but that's not a genre because the next one is an FPS. And it's like, okay, that's that's more information. And then the last one's supposed to be a strategy game. Hmm, like an RTS? I don't know. Oh. Yeah. Strategy, though. I mean, have we had a f- FPS in like Dark Forces? For Star Wars? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I would say, what's that X Wing game you played? That's a first person shooter, technically. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> it is. And we had a Battlefront recently as well, too, didn't we? Battlefront 2. They remade those games. It's still oh, book. that's true. Are those first person? Yeah, those are first person. Okay. I guess it can be both. Right? I've seen third person highlights of that and first person stuff. Uh I sure. Okay. Uh, uh code community is torn on the speed of releases, but I think it's heavily leading towards acceptable. Well, the interesting thing about the speed of releases for Call of Duty games is that it's three developers and so they each take turns releasing, which means each game actually has a three year dev time on it, not a one year dev time, as that it might oh. look to someone who's casual. Yeah, that's sneaky. The makers of XCOM are on the project. Okay, so it's going to be an an XCOM like um, Star Wars thing tactics game. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I support that. I'm down. Yeah, I love playing XCOM. I love when I have like a 99 percent chance to hit someone standing an inch away from the barrel of my gun and I miss. It's great. I love that game. Everyone's favorite thing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that's hmm. about it. Speaking of Star Wars, though, Falcon, I hear you recently watched your favorite Star Wars movie. Well, I mean, I watch it every week, so I'm not sure this is news exactly. Well, it's news to me. I didn't know that you watched The Last Jedi every week. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite it's part of my, The Last Jedi? Uh, well, it's <laughs> my say- Monday evening tradition is, you know, once everyone's been settled, I just sit down and Put on my favorite movie of all time, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yep. My favorite part of The Last Jedi would have to be the end credits. Uh, no, the opening credits. It's probably the point in the story where the First Order is unable to see the evacuation ships fleeing towards the planet. Mm. They're for some reason just not scanning the small craft, except and. Like, no one's looking out the window either, because they're clearly super visible with a naked eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it. I mean, that's definitely my favorite part of the whole film. Fair enough. So what we're joking about here, people watching and listening, uh, is we decided to record some extra content for you guys that'll go up on Patreon. We're bringing back our podcaster's commentary, where we uh, watch a movie as though we're the directors and talk over it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and we... Last time we did this, we did it with a movie we loved, which was Infinity War. And boy, that's a good movie. Uh, we decided to not do movies we loved this time and went with Star Wars. 
the last and Jedi. by we somicron means he made the unilateral decision that we've watched the last jedi you you could have said no you could have vetoed it you have veto powers it's true yeah but yes i did decide that <laughs> yeah Look, you you can decide the next movie we do any movie you want buddy well, we're doing Rise of Skywalker next. Right, after so... that. After that. Oh, you can after the, that. You can, you can pick the next two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll have to think about it then. That sounds oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, two girls, one cup. No, let's not. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Watch The Last Jedi. Um, I mean, what's interesting to me about Last Jedi, I can't even remember if I watched it twice. I definitely saw it in theaters when it was released because I liked The Force Awakens and I was like, awesome, more of this. Mm-hmm. But then I was pretty disappointed with how Last Jedi turned out. And I don't know if I ever sat down and watched it again. Interesting. I think you have. I don't... I think you've watched it at least twice before this. Why do you say that? Um... I just assume that you would have. That you would have been like, I need to clarify and confirm that everything I hate about this movie did happen and you didn't like fall asleep halfway through and only watch select cuts, right? I just assume everyone watches these movies at least twice. No, I'm going to go with I didn't. Mm. But, I mean, I definitely did watch, um, like, analysis videos on YouTube about the movie and, like, different clips and stuff. So I feel like I've seen it more than once. But I don't think I ever sat down and watched it beginning to end. And that's, I mean... Part of why I think that, too, is because you and I were watching and we're like, so why can Kylo and Rey talk to each other through the Force? And we're both right. like, I don't know. Yeah. The Force <laughs> wants it, I guess. We had both entirely forgotten plot points that are supposedly revealed as answers later on in the movie. Yeah. And we're just and later like, on... oh, he he did it. He just claims he did it. He He's taking credit for it. Yeah. Snoke did it. Did, did either of us remember that? No. <laughs> no. And part of the problem, too, is that Snoke just an utterly forgettable character. You think about the trilogy for the sequel, and Snoke does not come up. Mm-hmm. Like, I, on- I honestly would forget he exists. Right. He gets a. He while gets a watching cam- the film he's in, when he's alive. He gets a cameo, sort of, in the next movie, where there's like 45 Barely. of him jammed into a back to tank for some reason. It's like. Yeah. Are they serving a purpose? Like, are they hooked up like a hive mind to, like communicate with the one that's supposedly supposed to be out there running around doing stuff like you know he's dead why don't just get rid of them save some space right yeah don't know so just a lot of the decisions that ryan made to subvert and deconstruct i think just led to certain aspects of the entire trilogy being utterly forgettable Mm. and i don't know if he if i told him that if he'd be like hmm that's an issue. That's a problem. Or if he'd be like, ooh, that's what I was trying to do. Or, you that's know what I mean? Point. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, overall, not a movie I think people who enjoy other Star Wars movies like. But I have seen a bunch of people put the, um, put the opinion out there that they don't like Star Wars movies in general, but they really like The Last Jedi. So I think Ryan was just making a Star Wars movie for the non-standard fan. Mm-hmm. And succeeded at that. So... I don't know. Good for him. <laughs> and we talked about, too, how it failed to make nearly as much money as The Force Awakens did, and that panicked the Disney overlords, and so they brought J.J. back to conclude a trilogy, which was the worst decision of all time. Because he's literally anyway. never been able to finish anything. No, like, he's never been able to finish a 
thing. I, I'm willing to bet every day, every morning when he gets up and has breakfast, there's a little bit of like cereal left in the bowl, a little bit of coffee left in the cup when he goes to wash them out. Right. Every time. He just can't finish anything. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? I think that's accurate. Jay, yeah. He just sucks at it. And I mean, this is not a hindsight thing either. When they announced that JJ would be making the third movie, everybody was like, no, stop, please, no. JJ can't finish stuff. And then he didn't finish stuff well. And it was like, mm. mm-hmm. mm. anywho. So yeah, if you'd like to rewatch The Last Jedi along with myself and Samacron, mm-hmm. will be a patron thing. Yeah, or I guess you could just listen to us watching it without having to watch it yourself. That's possible. That's true. That's you thing. could you could listen to it as though it's a podcast, but it is set up that it's like uh, director's commentary where you play it along with the movie. Yeah, a yeah. watch along. Yeah, yeah. It's not really a riff tracks because we're not that clever, but no, no, we're not that funny. We are a little mm. funny, but not a little funny. funny. There's a couple times we're funny, dude. You, I think you had the best joke I've heard all year. <laughs> I'll try a barrel roll. Uh, God, I don't want to spoil it for people watching. But that... <laughs> I was dying, dude. All of my time spent on the prequel meme subreddit finally paid off. Yep. <laughs> Anywho. Mm, yeah. So Boba Fett on Disney Plus is happening in other Star Wars, mm-hmm. uh, Star Wars news. I haven't watched any of it, but I do listen to a podcast that talks about it a bit, so I understand what's going on and the general reaction to the show. Mm. And it seems to be pretty mixed. I think there are some things that people like. There are things that people don't like. The chronology is incredibly confused. Mm -hmm. They've been doing all these flashbacks uh, to earlier, like Boba's adult life, flashbacks to earlier times and later times and five years this way and three years this way. And people felt like they had a handle on it until this latest episode, number four. And then all of a sudden they did this stuff that made it extremely confusing as to when stuff is happening and when certain events occurred. So that's not a great sign. Confusing your audience about when things are happening is not great. Yeah, probably not what you want. No. And then people are pretty united in this concept that like Boba, he talks about how smart he is. But what they've showed us is that he is not smart. He is not a smart man, and he constantly gets outsmarted by other people. So they're not quite sure what we're going for in that aspect either. It's just, wait, wait, it's a wait. confused show. Wait, wait. You mean the guy who got bumped by a blind man uh, <laughs> and fell into a Salak pit is not yes. a smart man? Correct. You know, the guy He's who, not. the guy who walks around with a jetpack on his back that when bumped. By a blind man with a stick, it'll like activate and like send him flying and he'll bonk his head <laughs> on a sand barge. That guy's not the smartest. Really? Right. So mm. are we supposed to be laughing at him? Because he thinks he's smart. So usually in a TV show, movie scenario, if you have a character who constantly talks about how smart they are, but they're not smart, you're supposed to be laughing at him as an audience, right? Mm. Right. So why would they make a Boba Fett show where you're supposed to be laughing at him as a character? It's such an interesting, weird choice if that's what they're doing. I don't know. I don't either. I just, I I'm lost. So yeah, not interested in watching it. Uh, just getting little snippets here and there is pretty much all that I need. Yeah. Uh, more interested definitely in the Obi-Wan show that they're coming out with. Mm-hmm. Definitely more interested in Obi-Wan. Yeah. And even the Ahsoka show, which you're not interested in, but no, I am. Could not give a shit. <laughs> Mm-hmm. 
it's kind of how it is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ozark's back. If anyone listening is interested in that, it's mm-hmm. Netflix original with Michael Bateman and Laura Linney and mm-hmm. some really good acting. That shows won some Emmys for acting and how, writing. How many seasons that got? Because I swear Ozark's been around for like a decade. Yeah, it did that thing where it did a first season and then like two years later they did the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I think they just started four. four. Yeah. So season one was 2017. It feels like it's been around for way longer than that to me. I don't know why. Yeah. So they basically did a skip from 2018 to 2020 is why it feels longer. Mm, okay. They just didn't have any new show for two years and then two years to season four as well. So Interesting, yeah. Yeah. So they're starting season four after uh, five, six years of being around. Mm-hmm. Anywho. It, I mean, really well acted, excellent, interesting, intricate stories and stuff. It's just, uh, I was telling Somicron this the other day. It's just one of those shows where you kind of realize there's, you're not really rooting for anyone. <laughs> Nobody's mm-hmm. like great. Nobody's earning, uh, earning like protagonist status. Mm. Everyone's just doing their thing and the thing is not particularly good. Yeah, everyone's doing, they're just trying to gain power and trying to put one over on everybody else and getting what they want and not interested in trying to help anybody. Which is interesting because the two main characters of the show, uh, you know, Michael Bateman and Laura Linney, um, they're a couple and they talk about once we get out from under all this illegal stuff that we're doing, we're going to set up charitable organizations and we're going to help people. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at them like, I, you, <laughs> sure. you, this doesn't, like, this doesn't track. <laughs> yeah. Big old press X to doubt comes up on your TV screen. Yeah. And part of what's interesting is, do they believe that really like in their quiet moments where they're thinking about this stuff? Are they like, yes, this is going to happen or they know they're full of shit. Do they believe right. it or are they trying to convince themselves? That yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you're trying to convince yourself of something, then you don't believe it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's pretty good stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've uh, I've been on a little bit of an anime break. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Um, so I decided <laughs> well yesterday that I needed to watch something, uh, mm. and I went straight for the bottom of the barrel. Just absolutely junk food anime. Uh, mm. Isekai trash, right? That's you do love the Isekai trash. It's your favorite I, thing. I love the Isekai trash because I picked up a show called The Strongest Sage with the Weakest Crest. Uh, and so in this world, people when they cast magic have like a little magical symbol that appears on their hands, right? And there's like four varieties. Uh, and so apparently this guy's got the shittiest one, but he's also the strongest. Um. Uh, God, I, I was like, eh, I don't know, it's a typical, like, guy who's overpowered, blah, blah, blah. And then they introduced a character called Devilus, who turned out to be a demon. What? No. <laughs> and I'm like, that is such, a, like, shitty naming. It's like, this guy's a demon in disguise. What should we call him? This is episode one. Episode <laughs> one. <laughs> 
devilish. <laughs> and like there's a, a moment where it gets revealed in like this big auditorium full of people and everyone's freaking out. They're like, oh my God, devilish was a demon the whole time? <laughs> so stupid. Highly recommend the show. <laughs> very, very stupid. Yeah. 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 God, that always reminds me of that. The one episode of 24 I've ever watched in my whole life. Oh, yeah? Because I was like, this is really big. People are talking about it. I guess I'll give it a try. Mm-hmm. I think I've told the story before, but there's... So everybody's working in the 24 Central Command Center, and mm-hmm. they're all trying to find the terrorists, and there's people on computers everywhere. Mm-hmm. And one of the dudes keeps getting these, like, shifty-eye cutaways, right? Like, he's suspicious on a high level, and I'm like, okay, look. If this guy's the bad guy, I'm done. This is being telegraphed so hard. Who are the morons that are watching this show? I was like, maybe it's a fake out. Maybe you're supposed to think it's this guy and it's really someone else, right? Mm-hmm. No, it was totally him at the end of the episode. I was like, I'm out. I'm done. The show is not for me. Okay, so I actually <laughs> recently rewatched the first half of 24. Oh, um, so nice. w- was this like an early well, episode the show's or for a you? Le- <laughs> I don't remember. It had been on for at least a couple seasons by the time I wandered oh, into it. Oh, okay, okay. So you were watching like season three or four or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Probably. okay. Okay, because that totally happens in the first season. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, there's all this oh, big no, they hit. do it more than once. They do it repeatedly, right? Like oh. the first season has like a plot twist revealed that every single person in that office is bad. <laughs> Except they're not. <laughs> it's like a double plot twist. And they're just being like, they've got my kids and I have to kind of a deal. Like every uh, single person. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's incredible. That is, yes. I'm glad you enjoy it, but that is not oh, I, the TV for me. I, I did not finish it. I did not finish my rewatch. I, I was just looking for something to watch and Disney Plus has it. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, bad times. Yeah, bad times. No. Uh, Demon Slayer's back. It's doing good stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know yeah. what's... So, tiny funny story. So, I'm watching it on my Roku because it's got a Funimation app. And I watched the first three episodes of the entertainment arc that just came out. And I'm like, oh, everything's fine. And they go to the fourth one and it says, this video is not available in your territory. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? Why... And it shows, it's not like, this is the most recent one. It goes four, five, six, seven. So I'm like, why would the last four episodes of this arc be not available in my territory when the first three are? It doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. So I'm Googling and finding all these people with similar problems, but like all the stuff they're trying isn't working for me. Mm-hmm. But I think someone in the Discord was like, maybe it's because you're not a premium member. And I was like, well, I mean, usually this is a weird error if it's because I'm not a premium member. Why would it say it's not available in my territory? But mm-hmm. nope, it turns out it was because I wasn't a premium member. So for some reason, they had the last four episodes locked behind premium. And the error message they were displaying in their app was entirely wrong. Mm. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's really good. I mean, it's typical Demon Slayer stuff. Uh, we have Super Smell mm-hmm. comes into play. Your favorite part of Demon Slayer, I know. Yep. Yep. Something that just utterly removes my ability to disbelieve or suspend disbelief. Uh- uh-huh. Why? It just does. Yep. Nope. I get it. Yeah. Uh, Zanetsu spends a lot of time yelling and screaming, although he's changed from yelling and screaming about being afraid to yelling and screaming and being angry about stuff. 
It's a good so, change. Yeah, solid it's a, character arc. It is. It's a bit of an improvement. He's still really annoying, though, except when he's asleep. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's good. It's just, it's beautiful animation. I like the characters. They do some good development with uh, the Hashira, who's uh, prominent in this True. season. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Fair enough. Uh, also, Attack of Titan is back, and it is bonkers bananas. I'm still going to wait for it all to be finished and binge it. Like, oh, Sounds good. I, I, will just... I, I think I watched oh, the first two seasons and a half in like a day and a half. Wow. Uh, and then it was like, all right, now you got to wait for the rest. And I'm like, I'm not, the, I'm, like, I'm not waiting. Like, if I'm going to wait, I'm going to wait. And then I'm going to watch it all at once. Yeah. Sounds fine. I hope I didn't spoil anything by saying it gets bonkers bananas at some oh, point. Oh, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of, like, I got spoiled on the manga ending and I know a bunch of shit already. Ah, uh, and we've okay. talked about it. Like, I don't really care. It's a, like, I think it's a good show, but I was a little disappointed when there was like the bait and switch of, I wanted a show about humanity surviving against hordes of monsters or whatever. And then we got what the show actually is, which is still good. It's still incredible, but it's not what I wanted and not what I signed on for initially. Yeah, no, I mean, yes, absolutely <laughs> true. Attack on Titan completely sells you on one premise and then goes flip. Yeah, yeah. True fact. I'm kind of uh, with you. I kind of miss those days when I thought it was just this is the last pocket of humanity and mm-hmm. monsters are tearing down the walls and we have to use these super cool flying suits to stop them. Yeah, good times. Yeah, it was good you're times. Right. That was simpler, better times, I think. Mm-hmm. Back when the show mm-hmm. was about watching your friends get torn apart and eaten in front. Oh yeah, and your and your mom. Oh, yeah. and your mom. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Good times. Good times. Spoilers for the first episode. <laughs> yeah. It's entirely about trauma, basically, yeah. is what Attack on Titan was. <laughs> I, uh, uh, so, there's a little story I want to I want to talk about. Um, do you know who uh, Hironobu Sakaguchi is? No. Okay, he was one of the like developers on like the original Final Fantasy, right? Huh? Like he's OG Final Fantasy creator. He has been recently been playing Final Fantasy fourteen, the MMO. Like he burned through. Uh, some of the um expansions in like two days on stream apparently but when he was like done uh he decided to max out his weaving which is like tailoring or whatever in wow and when you make an item it attaches your name to it it's like made by whatever right your player's sure. name is yeah it's an nft yeah yeah it's it's like an nft only not shitty um <laughs> anyway he's been selling them his the clothes that he's making on the auction house under the brand name sakaguchi for at oh. like a, at like a three thousand percent markup of what they're worth because oh. they're, they're, they're gucci products right clever <laughs> and so Does he it ought to, work yeah it works because you've got a name brand piece of clothing in that game now Oh, that's hilarious. Introducing the concept of branding into yeah. your auction house. I mean, it's an incredible idea. Like, these people own clothes created by a creator of Final Fantasy. And yeah, they keep... I, that's yeah. true. Yeah. It would be harder for just a random player to be like, my stuff is awesome because I say so. Right, right. Like, it, it, it lends itself with, well to already established brands, I feel. Um, exactly. But yeah, he managed to get like all the people who bought it in together to like run a trial, which is like a dungeon, 
uh, and like posts with photos wearing all the like jackets that he made and stuff. <laughs> and I just like think this is really wholesome and lovely. So that is pretty cool. That's a yeah. nice story. Yeah, yeah. It's a nice story in a world of bad stories most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm. I'm just sad I will never be able to get myself a Gucci original. I didn't even consider that. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. <laughs> it is what it is. It is. It is what it is, what it is, and what it is. <sighs> mm, so there's some talk that Russia might invade Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Do you think anything will happen because of it? Like, do you think the U.S. is going to go in there and be like, no? Well... I don't think the US, you also do anything until Russia crosses that border. Right. Like, well, I was going to say, you, the US would definitely wouldn't do like something uh, preemptive. Like, preemptively. No, not at all. Bush doctrine. No, not at all. I mean, we'll do it to countries that can't stop us. We would not right. do it to a country that can stop us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's the principle there. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, it's kind of this game of chicken right now where Russia's like, if Ukraine is officially invited to NATO, that'll make us very nervous and we won't like that. Mm-hmm. But then if they're not part of NATO and Russia attacks them, then NATO's not legally required to defend them. Mm-hmm. So it's this, I can kind of see both sides of it, but at the same time, it really feels like Russia just wants Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And is playing this game of like, oh, you know, like making all these, making all this noise and kind of making Ukraine nervous Mm -hmm. and maybe even hoping like, yeah, if Ukraine is accepted by NATO, we'll consider that an act of war from NATO and we'll invade Mm. and then we'll have a moral justification for it. Right. To I mean, them, I, I think to them it's to them it might be a legal moral justification. I, I I don't know. It might be my privileged position living in a relatively stable first world country that there is no real in, uh, justification for invasion, in my opinion. Uh, right. That that might be my view on it. Um, it is. You could just not Russia. You could just yes. You could just not. Yeah. True fact. I mean, I've had it explained to me before. So NATO was created specifically to ally against Russia. That is why it was created. So I can understand Russia's a bit of nervousness about it as an organization, right? Right. So it'd be kind of like if, as an American, mm. if Canada allied directly with Russia in a very overt way, Americans would be like, so <laughs> right, so, oh, I, I, right. I would like to say that NATO was created in response to, like, to provide collective security against the Soviet Union. Yes. Technically, not Russia. Technically, uh, that mean, is not even a point worth bringing up. So, Macron, come on. We're like splitting a lot of hairs here, but it is technically accurate to say. Um. Okay, but. Whatever. Ru- <laughs> Europe still sees it that way. Sure. Europe still sees the organization of NATO exist to protect them collectively against Russia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. Anyway, so I get it. Like, if a neighboring country allied themselves with an organization that is an enemy of mine, that does not make me happy. 
mm-hmm. I would be real displeased and angry about that. So for Russia to be like, please don't join NATO, I get it. I just don't so, know. I don't know that Russia would invade preemptively, though. Like if Ukraine's not... So here's the thing. <laughs> if Russia invades Ukraine and they're not part of NATO, then there is no legal obligation for NATO to defend Ukraine. Mm. And it makes Russia's job easier. Theoretically. Well, well, unless NATO just independently decides to go anyway. I mean, okay, so the interesting thing is Ukraine is not the only country that borders on Russia though, that is part of NATO. Correct. Like Belarus, yeah. literally right next door is a NATO member. Yeah. So any fears that they would have about a little, like, oh no, suddenly we share a border with all of the NATO countries, right? Like they have, because uh, I mean, that's, why China backs North Korea is because if Korea became one country, essentially there would be a US friendly country bordering on China, which is why they back North Korea. Accurate, yes. Um but they, 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 this is you this is already the case. Right? There's already a NATO friendly country bordering Russia. True. Fair enough. Yeah, one that's arguably closer to Moscow. I'm looking yes. at a map, and I'm like, yeah, it looks roughly closer. Maybe those are mountains, though, and I don't know. I'm, this doesn't have topography. Yeah, so I don't know. It just it makes it for a confusing situation, because I could see why Russia would want to invade before Ukraine is made part of NATO. Mm-hmm. It might make it easier for them, but also I can see them using Ukraine being entered into NATO as a reason to invade and a justification. Mm-hmm. neither reasons are great no like you said from our perspective no <laughs> just come on <laughs> yeah but from their perspective i can understand them doing it either way uh i mean u.s uh embassy people have been evacuated from ukraine at this point mm-hmm. or at least they've been strongly encouraged to do so right i don't think they were required people to leave but that's never a good sign mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah seriously not a it's usually not a good sign, yeah. No. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm just getting, like, what was the situation around when, like, Germany invaded Poland and people were just like, well, <laughs> should we, do we step in here? Are they done? Yes. Do we just let them take Ukraine? I mean, Poland. Uh... And that is what makes Europe more worried than otherwise, for sure. Mm-hmm. Is it's very shades of 1939. Yeah, yeah. there are people making arguments that like it's not worth Ukraine to go to world war. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know. They've got Bly guys. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we need to protect Bly. We do, but at the same time, it's like well, I mean, from a purely logical, cold-hearted perspective, yeah, fine. <sighs> It's probably not worth it. Probably more people would die in a world war than would die with Ukraine getting taken over by Russia. That is but incredibly think, cold calculus, is what I would say. It is, and that's what I said. Yeah. Yes. Like, but on the other hand, does this embolden Russia if they can take Ukraine and then they just keep going because no one said anything about this one? Mm-hmm. Keep it moving, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are worried about. So. 
It's interesting to see. I don't know. I think there's a decent chance nothing happens. It's a bunch of blustering over the next few weeks, and then sure. the end. It just ends. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Anywho. Well, it'll be interesting. World events. Yeah. Yep. I think so. Good times. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what else is going on here. Uh... Yeah, my normal go-to for like, what should we talk about when there's a pause? And it's yeah, all the brightest topics is to look at like what's trending on Twitter. But since COVID, that's been useless because it's all one thing. Um, I'll let you guess as to what that might be. Um, really? It's a it's a lot of it. It's it's either a lot of it or stuff. Okay, here's something we can talk about. Okay. Um, well, oh shit, we can't talk about it because first rule of Fight Club. Ha ha! Nobody saw that coming. But uh, mm-hmm. you know, you know the story. Uh, I do. We'll China has apparently added the movie Fight Club uh, on Tencent streaming platform. Apparently, that's what I've mm. read. Uh, where instead of the actual ending, uh, it simply cuts away to a screen that says, "Due to a tip." given to the police from Tyler Durden or a hint or something. Uh, the, the, the plan was discovered within mere moments by our, the incredible police force and all the bad guys went to prison. And then <laughs> uh, through re-education were decided to like change their views and were released after uh, being good now or something. I forget the exact... The exact words. I should look them up. Uh, nope. This yeah. uh, this wants me to sign up for their website. I'm not doing that. Just let me read your article. So this is not a surprising story. If you go to Wikipedia, there's a whole list of movies that have been either banned outright in China or edited mm-hmm. to be more in line with the messaging of the uh, political party in charge. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do it, wonder, like, so somebody brings to the, like, this is Fight Club. This movie's like 1994. <laughs> I don't. At what point is somebody like, "Hey, this movie from thirty years ago is problematic toward ideology. Should we ban it or edit it? Like, who makes that call?" Yeah, I don't. We know. don't know. We'll never know. Uh, I'm sure they have a, like a governing board or something that makes that decision. But it's like, are they that backlog that they're just getting around to the white club? <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. I mean, it's possible. Yeah. I doubt it. Well, except if you look at the list of stuff, there's stuff since then that has been edited and banned. So no, right. they're not just going right. by year here. No, obviously not. They're not 23 years behind on movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's Man, The Dark Knight is banned in China. That sucks. Vigilante Justice, like the idea of Vigilante Justice is banned in China. Hmm. Fair, Why but like it? Batman Begins isn't. That's interesting then. Yeah. Why? That's they don't give reasons. They just maybe, maybe they just didn't like the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is the Dark Knight Rises, <laughs> and a lot of stuff. So in the movies that they've edited, a lot of it is because of violence or sex or nudity. Mm-hmm. So um, that's yeah. reasons they'll edit something. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It reminds me of like um, World of Warcraft was heavily censored in China for like forever, and I assume still is where like. 
the undead couldn't have bones showing at all. So all the models right. had to be retextured to be like zombies rather than zombie-ish skeleton-y ghouls. And when you die, you leave a skeleton behind and they change that to you leave a gravestone behind. Mm. Yeah. Yep. True mm. fact. Oh, and also homosexuality is not okay. Yeah, that's usually not, not good. So they cut out gay kisses and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and um, they probably censor all references to Winnie the Pooh for various reasons. Um, yeah. uh, oh, this is interesting. So, Friends the Reunion, right? Okay. They edited that to remove scenes featuring Lady Gaga because she had a 2016 meeting with the Dalai Lama. Oh, okay. She's on their blacklist because of something she did five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you meet with someone who directly opposes them and then yeah. their propaganda spin on what's going on with the Dalai Lama and the the. Pension Llama, I think, is what the counterpart is called. But, um, yeah, go figure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'd probably prefer that cut of the Friends reunion. There's way too many celebrities. <laughs> like, just being like, hey, I'm a celebrity. And I'm I a like Friends, Friends. reunion. Yeah. yeah. Some of these are interesting. So this is one in Skyfall. James okay. Bond kills a security guard in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Because that scene referenced prostitution in Macau. Oh, okay. And it suggested that China cannot defend itself. So it removed James Wan killing the security guard or the references to prostitution in Macau? What uh, was changed? Be, the whole scene gets cut. He oh, kills okay. a security guard and it's entwined with his prostitution story. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because it implies that China can't handle its own borders like morality oh, yeah they're, they're one why not there's no prostitution in Basing say what do you want about and then also you uh, like uk spies don't get into our country and kill security right it doesn't happen no no, no impossible no, no, no yeah that's i don't know i bet there are college courses on the ideology of the current government in china and what they want and what they're trying to do probably yeah I'd believe it because it's like it's easy, it's pretty easy to get the broad picture, right? Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's I don't know. I just pick up different different parts of it that are interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, authoritarianism, bad times always. Deep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Cool. Well, time's up. Time is up. More or less. I'll, yeah, I think so. All right. Very good. So that's going to be it from us today. This has been Falcon Paladin and Samacron coming at you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Again, you can always check us out on uh, twitch.tv slash Samacron at 9 p.m. Eastern and 1 p.m. Australian. Very, very, I nailed it. Excellent. 1 p.m. Australian. Find us on falconpaladin.store for your merch needs and support the podcast directly at patreon.com slash somacron. So that's going to be it from us. Stay safe out there. Stay healthy. And above all, take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Bye.